order in the court. It's time for Understanding the Law Radio. Well, hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I'm your host, Peter Lamont, along with my co-host, Brendan, and it is Valentine's Day. Yes, you could say, since this is a podcast, love is in the airwaves. <laughs> That's pretty the funny. Radio airwaves, yeah. I want to tell you how I... Um, that was the fakest laugh I've I, ever I know. Heard. Well, you know why? I'm going to tell you why. You yeah. didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you. I hate Valentine's Day. Oof. This is a sad story. I have hated Valentine's Day from the time that I can remember. I'll never forget every Valentine's Day having some kind of problem with oh, whatever girlfriend I had at the time. <sighs> Being in high school and no matter what it was, there was always a problem. That's very you sad. You know what I'm saying? It's just always a problem. Yeah, that's very, very sad. So I hate Valentine's Day. And on top <laughs> of the fact, I, I look, I liked it when, when you know, um, I don't know, the kids, my kids were younger and, yeah. and you know, you treasure hunts and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But as a as an adult, Valentine's Day is just this, Oh, I don't even know. I, my wife and I, I think, have come to terms with Valentine's Day, and and you know she doesn't expect me to uh, bring her the the roses that I, you know, would would do. It just I don't know. It's such a forced yeah. affection day. It's not genuine. That's it's a, sad. Well, it, that's such a harsh a opinion. Minute. This is the Am I darkest. Wrong? Am I wrong? Well, no. Welcome to the Lonely Hearts Club. Um, I'm I'm not wrong about Valentine's Day. You should love the person you're with all year. Well, yeah, but not Valentine's just Day is just day. a special day. To, Why is it a special day? It's not the only day you love someone. Well, okay. listen, I love Valentine's Day, okay? Because out of all the abnormally shaped Reese's products, the hearts are one of my favorites. You know, I, I like them, but I do like the egg more because you get more peanut butter in the egg. I have determined, yeah. based on surface area... <laughs> the egg gives you more <laughs> Reese's peanut butter. That's a good point. But I do like the hearts. I like the uh, Russell Stover's caramel hearts. Mm, yeah. Oh, those are so good. And yeah. and you know what? Despite a lot of people's opinion, okay, I I do like those stupid little hearts with oh, the God. sayings on them, but. Oh, jeez. There are softer ones. There are ones that don't break your teeth or yeah, knock your feelings out. Yeah, they're not that good, though. You know, like if I was given, like here's the thing. Would I eat them? Sure. If I was given a choice between them and any other candy, I would not eat them. Really? You, I would, you feel that strongly about them? You know what? If you gave me Whoppers, which I'm not the biggest fan of, or those little hearts, I choose Whoppers. I don't like Whoppers that much either. I would eat Whoppers. Yeah, no, no, no. Same for me. Same for me. That and um, Rolo. Although I've come around on Rolo. I love Rolos. You know what I don't like about Rolos? What? You have to unwrap them. It's just too much yes, work. Right? Your fingers start to cramp as you're trying to take the mm-hmm. aluminum foil off. Same thing as Starburst. You know, interesting, as we sit here, as we sit here right now. We are engaging in Valentine's Day merriment? No, as we sit here, somebody... Some one of my digital assistants mm-hmm. is listening because I just got a text or a message from Apple. And and so I'm going to assume it's Siri. Make a love connection. A new iPhone. Oh geez. All right. That's no, I'm reading. A new iPhone is sure to make your Valentine's heart flutter. 
Uh-oh. So apparently Siri has heard my tale of woe and how I can't stand <laughs> Valentine's Day and has decided to cheer me up by enticing me to buy a new iPhone. On Valentine's Day? On Valentine's Day. Tell me that's not crazy. It's like the movie where, uh, what's his name, falls in love with a phone. What? Is that what she's implying here? Joaquin Phoenix? It's called Her? Oh, where I he falls yes, in love. yes, yes, <laughs> that's yes. That's the stupidest thing yeah, ever. That's stupid. Uh, no. Um, but yeah, um... All right, so we we've gathered that you like candy. Yeah, Valentine's I'm a big Day. fan of Valentine's Day candy. I'm a big t- uh, I'm a big fan of Valentine's Day fun. You know, you got hearts in all the supermarkets. I don't know? know what kind of fun you're talking about on Valentine's Day, but I just think you know it you is. go on a nice date. You know, you can't get reservations, so you go right. Burger King. You can't and, get reservations, you know. and if you don't get your significant other exactly what they're expecting because it's Valentine's Day. Then you're in the doghouse. It's just too much work. Just love your significant other all the time. And then you don't have any problems. Every once in a while, say something nice. Every once in a while, do something nice. And we don't need Hallmark's Valentine's Day. Take it back, Hallmark. Take it back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, some harsh opinions. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not the only one. And that is evidenced by some of these Valentine's Day lawsuits that we're going to talk about. That's very true. All right, what take it away. Yeah, that was good. Well, Leroy Greer is a fan of Valentine's Day. Okay. He's such a fan of Valentine's Day that he, uh, he called 1-800-Flowers to send a bouquet of roses to his girlfriend. That's really nice. That's really nice. And he wanted to keep it private. He didn't want... Of course. Right, no, he right. wanted to keep surprise. it private. So he said, do it, you know, do not trace me. Don't... He specifically said he wanted to be kept private. <sighs> that was so really said, nice, yeah, right? Really Big nice. surprise, right? He doesn't want her to know... Of course. Who is it for? It's like a secret yeah, admirer. Secret, That's great. Right. He sent it to her. She got the flowers. But then a thank you note customer thank you note arrived at his house and his wife found it oh twist here yeah, what is going on that's right and then she filed for divorce because she Damn. figured it out yeah and then he sued 1-800-Flowers oh of course he did of yeah. course. yes Leroy it's not your fault that you were cheating on your wife it's 1-800-Flowers they didn't right. keep it private right what do you want me to say Damn, you know, Leroy, I thought you were you were like my hero there for 30 seconds and only to find out you sent it to your girlfriend. Yeah. God. His lawsuit was dismissed. I wonder why. I wonder yeah. why. Very sad tale for everybody involved in that story. You want to know the worst thing, though? So, okay, now you, you've, you've literally screwed over your wife and you get this card sent to the house. And now that's not enough shame. Right mm-hmm. now, let's file a lawsuit where it's public record, and I can publicly say I was cheating on my wife, and one eight hundred flowers screwed me over. Awful! Uh, how? Oh, I don't know, Leroy. Leroy, I would, I would have, I would have taken a step back, taken a deep breath, and maybe thought, so. "What did you think you were going to get from a settlement on that lawsuit or a jury award? You're not going to get your wife back, yeah. and 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 apparently you got nothing." Very sad. Well, this next one's interesting. Wait, can I add one more thing? Yes, you can I, add I one more I bet you thing. Leroy hates Valentine's Day now. I bet you he does. Yep, Broken Heart Club. High five, Leroy. Yeah. Well, here's another thing. There, uh, so, so Nashville firm, Cummings Manukian, filled two lawsuits against a store, a retailer, 
Mervis Diamond Importers in Washington, D.C. for misrepresentation of goods. So to simplify this very long story, essentially they said it was around $26,000 for the diamonds. The customer bought them. Turns out they were worth about $12,000. That's a very large difference in price. And the customer sued, claiming that, you know, it was that misrepresentation of goods is what caused them to buy it in the first place. Right, they were duped. That, right, and so that was a whole big deal. Uh, the case was settled okay. out of court, but I think that the concept is interesting. What do you think? Because it's not like the customer bought something they didn't like. They saw what they were buying, right? And that's what the defense argued here: that the customer knew what they were buying, they saw it, and they purchased it, and the appraisal was an opinion about the diamond, and that that opinion could be wrong, but it doesn't affect what they purchased. I would disagree with that. I would say that if a product is appraised at a certain value, I would have an understanding that it might not be the exact number, but it's going to be within a range. Yeah. So the the what you're talking about the difference between twenty six thousand and twelve thousand is yeah. so significant mm-hmm. that I would have to agree that that probably is a misrepresentation. Yeah. So in this case, diamonds w- were not a girl's best friend. <laughs> well, right? another yeah, uh, another lawyer argued that if the price so so if the plaintiffs cannot prove that they were economically harmed only that they thought they were getting a bargain that ultimately they did not receive, yeah. then the lawsuits may fail. Yes, that's another um, a, a common theme in a lot of these lawsuits where, you know, um, I remember this one where there was an expectation that you were going to get um, a, a rug that yeah. was valued at X, um, but it was on sale, and so you paid a price that was mm-hmm. significantly lower and then when they had it appraised because they thought they had this um, you know, really expensive rug, it turns out that it was what the sale price was. But what are your damages? Because you paid for what you got. Your expectation that it was going to be more, that, that's not enough to establish damages. So that's a, 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 a recurring theme. Yeah. Recurring theme. Interesting, you know? You know what else um, I, I would say about Valentine's Day? Yeah. I don't like it. No, but on top of that, one thing I've never done on Valentine's Day. Yeah. I've never gone to the movies on Valentine's Day. Is that right? Yeah. Is I there just, any specific reason? Because I don't know. Are there like uh, releases of rom-coms that come out on Valentine's Day? It's just like when I think of Valentine's Day, I think of of flowers and going out to a, a very expensive, overcrowded restaurant. Mm-hmm. I don't think about going to a movie theater and getting raisinets with my date. <laughs> Do you? I like raisinets. <laughs> I like raisinets too. I don't see raisinets as much though, but I do like them. And I, I, they're, they're kind of like, I wouldn't eat raisins out of a box, but I would eat chocolate covered raisins. Completely different animal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I like raisinets. I like the chocolate covered nuts. I think those are goobers. I like the chocolate covered raisins. I think they're all good. You know who doesn't like raisinets? Lahoney Hawkins doesn't like Valentine's Day. Is that right? And Lahoney Hawkins doesn't like raisinets anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can I'm I sure tell you, you why? Know why. Can yeah, I please tell, you tell me why? why? Yes. They bought a box of raisinets at the movie theater, opened it up, excited for a nice full box, only to realize half the box was missing. 
So in California federal court, Nestle had to defend its air-filled boxes of Raisinets. The plaintiffs sought $5 million plus expenses. It was a class action. Uh, Federal law says that a package of slack fill needs to be there for a reason. With potato chips, you need slack fill to keep them from crumbling. The lawsuit asserts that Raisinets are not susceptible to to cracking, breaking, or crumbling like potato chips in a bag would be. Who uh, thinks of these things? Yeah, I know. Fascinating. We've talked about the, uh, in one of our candy episodes a, a long time ago, we talked about that idea. Mike and Ike's. Yes, where the, the box is one size, so you think you're getting you know something huge. and then yeah. you know, But you know what? I'm going to share this story that has nothing to do with Valentine's Day, but does has to have to do with candy. Okay. I was on my way to Buffalo, and I stopped in a rest area somewhere in upstate New York, and I went in, and it was very late at night, and there was this gigantic box of M&Ms. It was so big. It was like <laughs> maybe five feet tall. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. It was heavy. Sounds amazing. Right? I'm shaking it and I can hear the M&Ms in there. And I'm like, this is awesome. Right? I'm going to yeah. go bring this in my car and I'm going to eat five feet of M&Ms on my way to, to Buffalo. I get in the car. I open up this big ass box only to find individual fun size packages mm-hmm. of M&Ms and a lot of slack. Now, I didn't sue anybody, but I do have to tell you, there is nothing worse than fun size candy, a fun size Snickers, a fun size Nestle Crunch yeah. Bar, yeah. and fun sized M&Ms. I don't want fun. I don't want fun. I want fat. I want full. That's what I want. So I understand being agitated over the slack, but like me, I used good judgment, yeah, and I didn't bother to sue anybody. I just said, <laughs> Peter, you're a sucker. That's what happened. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. But nothing to do with Valentine's Day. The case settled out of court, and everybody involved in the uh, class action, you know how much they got? $8 each. Well, that's probably more than they, well, I don't know. Movie theater I think that's ads. about what they, what they paid. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So that's fascinating, right? Yeah. But what I have next for you is really interesting. Do you know those little silver decorative balls that are sugary on top of cupcakes and cakes and stuff? Yeah, you eat them. They're illegal. What? They are toxic illegal. So (laughs) these aren't the ones that are magnetized to each other, are they? So essentially, so here's the deal. Is that a no to the no, magnetized? No, these are not the magnetized balls. These that are the would be edible balls. Yeah, these are the edible silver balls, but they're not edible. So essentially for a long time in 50 states, they were only allowed to be sold for decorative purposes only. A As this, as the article I was reading described, kindly old lady who ran a chocolate store sold them in boxes with the words for display or only and not for human consumption as was legally required. And she was fine. Uh, and, you know, bakers have bought them for a long time. People have eaten them for a long time. But it is now fully banned in California. Sale at all. God, I hope I didn't eat them. Yeah. Why are they banned? Why are they poison? What's in them? I don't know. They're just, they're not good. They're not fit for they're human not, consumption? Yeah, they're not fit. I think it's just something, like, specifically about them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's like, oh. Um, like you're eating metal balls? Yeah, right, right. So it's, she has to, has to have a sign in her store, has, please oh don't my eat gosh, my balls. You're going to be surprised. Tell me. Mercury. I just looked it's it up. It's mercury poisoning. No, no, no. No. Tell me. The Food and Drug Administration 
outlawed these because they have metallic food ingredients. What is a metallic food ingredient? I don't know. Ingredient? Eating the dragaes over a long period of time or breathing in the silver compounds can cause argyria, which will turn your skin and other body tissues a permanent gray or blue-gray. Wow. Interesting. That is nuts. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to move on. I'm going to tell you yeah. what you shouldn't do this Valentine's Day. I don't want you to go to Australia, and I don't want you to use one of their matchmaking services. Okay. Okay? I know that you might be just desperate for love and looking for it in all the wrong places so that you can take somebody out to one of those overcrowded restaurants and have to spend $125 on a dozen roses. Sounds like fun. All right, but I don't want you to do that. Don't go to Australia. You want to know what happened? What happened in Australia? So this person used an Australian matchmaking service. I'm not going to tell you the name of it, Um, but it promised customers that they will meet amazing people looking for amazing relationships. Now, I know that's something that would appeal to you, but again, I'm pleading with you, please do not buy into it. Here's the big, big kicker here. It's $5,000 for you to get your chance at romance using this service. Well, it seems like only premium people would be signed up. $5,000. Well, this one woman was less than impressed with the results. Apparently, she did not meet amazing people and they were not looking for amazing relationships. And as a result, oh, no. she filed a lawsuit. She listed in this complaint, which is very funny, all of her dates, many undesirable qualities, including how he spoke about himself the whole time. Oh, my. Right? Now, there is a Valentine's Day hater. <laughs> she, she just she plunked down $5,000 for what she thought was going to be the love of her life, because who doesn't find the love of your life through an Australian dating service? Yeah, right. $5,000. Only to find that this person was a narcissist and spoke only about himself. That's awful. Horrible. So don't do it, okay? Oh, oh no, I'm not going to be signing up for that site. Good. You can trust me. I, th- I think it's interesting. Yeah, I just want to point something out. $5,000. What would go through a person's head to make them think that that's worth... Is it one date per $5,000? I don't know. That, that. I don't think I'd spend $5. Look, huh. I got my wife for free. Okay? I didn't have <laughs> say to that. use a dating service. <laughs> it just happened. Okay. So I'm a big fan on old school. Uh, I don't need speed dating, right? I mean, yeah. granted, I got to tell you, I... I I don't know how people date today. Like th- this world is just so, so messed up. I-, I don't know. I don't know how you find love. So if you're looking for love advice from me, you are barking up the wrong tree. I can't help you, Brendan. Well, that's okay. You see, I have such a harsh statement. You don't know how people can find love. This world is so messed up. I hate Valentine's Day. I mean, look, this is the the entire theme of the... If I could sue Valentine's Day, I absolutely would. I would sue Valentine's Day for intentional infliction of emotional distress and for fraud, okay? Because you're just doomed no matter what you do on Valentine's Day. I don't know about that. You're doomed. Well, before we get to the last story, I just want to say... I have faith that you could find love on Valentine's Day, and I don't think this world is that messed up. So, 
Man, you are a glass half full guy, and I really I am a glass that. all the way full. Oh guy. man, you are. That's wow. right. You are beaming with with positive light. That's right. This last story is interesting. So there was a student who her name was Polly Olson. Of course, uh, po- who doesn't love Polly? Okay, Polly. Polly want a cracker? Polly Pocket. Okay. Now she's going to sue us. Okay, for this, but. She was on Valentine's Day, 2018. She was handing out cards with Bible messages to students and staff when a campus official told her she was violating school policy and took her to the security office. She said that the cards were a family tradition started by her mother. So essentially, uh, it was G- like Jesus loves you, God God loves okay. you, you know, Valentine's Day cards. Right. Uh, there can be no doubt that in handing out her homemade Valentine's to her fellow students, friends, and staff, Olson was engaged in a constitutionally protected form of expression, said the U.S. District Court Chief Judge William C. Griesbach. I can't pronounce that right. Probably That's probably wrong. But His name is probably not Griesbach. No, that <laughs> is probably not. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't realize how it would sound until I said it. It's probably not Griesbach, no. but still. <laughs> He ruled in favor of Olson and awarded the damages of $1. Okay. And ordered that the college not use a school policy in order to prevent other students from handing out similar cards or messages. You know, the whole deal is like that's that. We, we talked about NFTs um, earlier in the week on the Week in Review, right? Yeah. But that, to me, is a clear-cut example of your First Amendment freedom of speech. Just because a school says, hey, we are not going to take a stance on religion, right, because we're a public school or whatever the case might be, to, to prevent somebody from exercising their own First Amendment rights yeah. is improper. If you don't like the um, the Valentine's Day card, fine, but that doesn't mean that you can stop somebody from from exercising their freedom of speech yeah i do agree with that i don't think anybody should be stopped from handing out you know well wait hold on let me just let me qualify that statement there is somebody that needs to be stopped oh yeah and now i'm going to jump from valentine's day all the way over to another holiday called halloween oh geez i went to a house when i was younger Oh boy! Trick or treating. Where is this coming from? With my, I'll tell you. There's a connection with my trick or treat bag. Already, mm-hmm. all ready for candy, right? Like that, you know. Remember Garfield's mm-hmm. Halloween? Yes. Candy, candy, candy. I yeah. was right. Here I go. I walk up to the door. I ring the doorbell. This woman opens the door and she drops something in in a in a little bag because you know when I was younger they used to put your candy in like a bag. Like people would sit yeah. there. I remember being at my, my my you know my house with my parents. And we'd be filling up the little trick-or-treat bags, right? Well, when I get home, I dump all my 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 wares out on the floor, yeah. all this excitement. I this bag. What's in this bag? And you know what it is? What? A Jesus loves you sign. <laughs> okay. Now, there are two kinds of things that shouldn't be given out on Halloween. One of them is religious things. Not because I'm anti-religion. As a matter of fact, I'm pro-religion, but I'm pro-candy on <laughs> Halloween. And the other thing that should be outlawed on Halloween is pennies. Why would you give me pennies? Why would you wrap up pennies and give it to me? Are you kidding me? You just realize it's Halloween, you stick your hand in your couch, and you pull up some pennies, and you're like, Nobody here, gives out pennies anymore, though. I, well, I, I'm talking about when I was younger. I don't know. I don't know if people well, should have pennies. The promise of candy. It was. It was a. I had a reasonable expectation that I was going to receive candy, only to be duped (laughs) 
Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, anyway, that's for Halloween. But I just wanted to share that with you, and um, I just wanted to remind everybody that I don't like Valentine's Day. Now, that doesn't mean that I won't take a, a Valentine's bottle of wine if somebody wants to give it to me or... I don't know. Valentine's high five. I'll give you a Valentine's high five. But Well, I'm going to end this on a, fa- a fun fact then. Uh, you say me. that. You opened the floodgates for one more fun story. You said you wouldn't mind a Valentine's wine, but you have to be careful if it's Valentine's champagne because legally, sparkling wine cannot be called champagne unless it is made in Champagne, France. That's right. And Nobody- produced via the method champenois. Nobody really knows that. And, and well, I think a lot of people do. A lot of, of you know, wine drinkers and connoisseurs. But that's something I remember when I was... Well, well, there is except for one place. This is where the... Before you get there. Go ahead. California is also legally able to produce champagne. Tell me why. Uh, it's some complicated story about the Treaty of Versailles. 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 Uh, but, yeah. So, those are the only two places. Well... It's the, uh, yeah. When I was 12 years old, I went to France and I went to Champagne. Mm-hmm. And I remember not knowing anything about wine, but you could yeah. go and do testing in the cellars, the wine cellars. Well, that sounds like fun. And they'd give you this little silver cup with like a finger hole. And they didn't care that you were 12 because it was Europe. And I remember <laughs> sampling all these wines. You know, I think that the, uh, the older people realize that you taste them and spit them out. But as a younger person at 12 years old, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. So that was my story about wine. But don't whine about Valentine's Day like I've been. Just accept it. It'll pass. We will move on. We will get through this together or alone, as it might be for some people. But don't go and sue anybody on Valentine's Day. Let's just share the love of not suing people. You agree, Brennan? Yep, I do agree with that. And no dating sites for you, or please don't drop $5,000 on any Australian dating. Okay. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. Um, in all seriousness, have a happy Valentine's Day, unless you're like me and you don't like it. But yeah. I've said it enough, and if, right? And if you I've are, said it enough. Just take a trip down to CVS or Walgreens and get yourself some peanut butter Reese's. That's right. In the shape of a heart. And then right around the corner you know what i bet you while you're picking up your Reese's hearts you can get some of those eggs because easter's right around the corner very true all right that's going to do it for this episode thanks for joining us make sure you subscribe and we will talk to you next time thanks for listening to understanding the law radio if you haven't done so already make sure that you subscribe to the podcast we're available anywhere that you listen to your podcasts including amazon apple music spotify iHeartRadio, and many more Also, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks again. See you next time.